There we are. We are live. Right. Hello, everybody. I'm Diana Boska. I'm in the UK. I'm an insight coach, mental fitness coach, and relationship coach. And today I am talking with Milena Kanak. Would you like to introduce yourself a bit? Yes. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much, Diana, for, for inviting me to this conversation. I am Milena Kanga. I am from Peru. I'm living here in Japan. I am an insight coach, a communicator, and an educator. So, coaching. How has that been for you to train more into coaching? Because teaching is somewhat similar, I think. You know, it is. teaching. So, yeah. Actually, I, I, love, I love teaching. Mm -hmm. I really like uh, talking with my students because I'm teaching uh, at a women's university and I really enjoy talking to them. Mm -hmm. And coaching for me is like a new opportunity that I can help and serve more people, like asking questions and make them think deeper and mm -hmm. find their solutions by themselves. So, yeah. It's a really nice journey for me. Yeah. So do you incorporate coaching a little bit as well with your students? Um, I do. Like at the beginning of the class, I do a kind of warm up mm -hmm. where I ask questions like I do like better life challenge. Yeah. Asking, for example, what things you are grateful for. And yeah. make them think a little bit about it and go deeper and then they yeah. share with their classmates and I also talk about ask different kind of questions kind of coaching questions yeah and then they really enjoy it because it's kind of the first time for them to think deeply about themselves that is really cool yes so that is what I've been doing with my students that is really and nice. sometimes sometimes I have like group coaching mm -hmm. that I don't expect to do that, but it's more like I ha make them think about their problems yeah. and then they just uh, start talking about it and put them in groups. So and they kind of give solutions and that is just amazing. Yeah. And that is the part that they like most. Yeah, I get that. That does sound like a really, really interesting way of, of getting yeah. to know yourself. Because that's what it's in the end about, I think. Yes. Yeah. Have you had any any nice nice feedback from uh, students about it that really made you think of yes, I'm going to keep doing this? Or... Yes, they said that it's the first time for them that they had to the opportunity to think about like deep uh, situations or deep problems that they have. Yeah. And they never had the opportunity to talk about it. Yeah. So that was really good, especially when we had the classes like online. Yeah. So it was, and they are at home, they cannot see anyone, so they cannot even talk to their friends. Yes, that's really So funny. that was a really good place for them to, to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has been pretty hard for a lot of people because there's not a lot that you can do at the moment so yeah that's right yeah. yeah i get how how important that is so um and what about you what is your what what can you tell me more about your coaching well i coach people mostly one-on-one -on -one. 
because that's what I've started doing and that's been really good. And um, I coach couples at times and that's been really interesting as well because, you know, you see two different people trying to live that life together and not always succeeding the way they would want to. And frequently it has more to do with communication than anything else. So one of the things that I try to to help them with is to listen to the other person. So I have figured out that um, with the couples that I've worked with, generally it has been that one or the other struggled listening. And that, I mean, deeply listening, not just hearing the words, but really understanding what they're saying. So one of the exercises that I tend to do with clients, couples, is that I ask one of them to talk about an issue that they find really hard in a way so that they're trying to explain it to the other. And once they're done talking, I ask the other to reflect back to the first one, what they've understood from it. And frequently we find out that not the full story is understood. So then I ask the first one again to explain it better because that's also important then that they really think about how they're saying it and that they stick to themselves. So it's I don't allow them to say, but you did this, you did that. No, it's about, I feel this because this has happened. So keep it to yourself. So not blaming the other person or, you know, I've, I've had a conversation with a couple that was about a certain topic that was for both of them important, but it was important in different ways. So understanding why it is important for one of them makes it so much less because then you so much less important because then you don't stick to your gun so much if it's only about you feel threatened it's a different thing than when you try to understand where the other okay. one's coming from so yeah that's that's been one of my my journeys in coaching to to help people to listen deeply to the other wow, <coughs> <coughs> sorry about that and yeah, that's been sometimes when when we start like thinking, oh yeah, that person is telling me this because of that. Mm -hmm. We start like to protect ourselves and defend, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. But as, in a relationship, it's important to be compassionate mm -hmm. and understanding to your partner. So the moment you can do that, that you really listen to them and that you understand, you also don't take it so, so personal anymore because it's not personal. It's about how they feel and how mm -hmm. your partner feels is not how you feel and you don't have to defend your partner is entitled to their feelings yes. yeah. <coughs> and because of the love that they have that is why they got married yes time, right? yes and in the time that you when you start a relationship with someone mm -hmm. you usually are in that phase of being understanding and compassionate because you love them that much you want to spend time with them so you listen to them but over time that frequently fades away and when you can reawaken that listening and understanding then usually the relationship is doing quite well again yeah. but yeah it's sometimes really hard because some people they want to help they want to fix other people's problems but not everybody needs their problems fixed frequently <coughs> sorry frequently people just want to be heard and that is very important that you're both heard, that you both know that your partner understands mm. what you're feeling and thinking. Yeah. You're not right away jumping up. Yes, let's solve everything. Frequently, it doesn't need solving. So, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, but I feel that sometimes uh, people, sometimes including me, is that, yeah, I want to, to help you and mm -hmm. I want to solve your problem, but it's more like slowing down and yes. It is about the slowing down because most people can solve their own problems just fine. And they're also very capable of asking for help. So most yeah. people don't really need problem solving. They need an ear, yeah. an understanding ear, not just, you know, whoosh. Because some people just listen and it just goes out right out the other end again. And that's not really what people need either. It's really about or listening. just listen in order to answer, right? In order <clears throat> to ask a question, the next question. Yeah, that's not necessary. Just listen. Just sit mm. there and listen and understand and be kind. Because when you feel that presence, when you're present with the other person, that presence is really what makes or breaks a relationship. So when, when you're talking to someone who's right away also on their computer, on their phone, they know you're not there. You're not listening. And then, you know, the other person knows to say it again. But then frequently it also ends up with you. You have heard that already. Yeah, but you didn't listen. You only heard the words. You didn't understand. And that's something that some people also really don't understand. This just sitting together, having a meal together, or just doing whatever together can be really good. Some couples, they read a book together. And they do one page one, the other page the other, and they're just doing it together really? on, on the sofa. And that it's really nice because when it's a topic that you're both interested in, and you take page after page and you read it aloud, that's a really nice thing to do. And then you're really connecting because it is about that connection and being together. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really important to communicate through mm -hmm. your heart, right? Yes. It's soul to soul. Yes, it is soul to soul. When, when you can read a book together that kind of way. Because watching something together is less active. It can be really nice, hmm. but reading a book together can be really good as well. It has this extra dimension because one is talking, the other is listening, and then that changes. Now, some people, it's just, you know, half an hour reading, and it means two, three pages get done. But that's okay. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be all evening or something. It can be one page, you know, one page tonight, another page tomorrow, or whenever you have time. And then taking turns can be really good, those kind of things. <clears throat> it's the it's first time I've heard about it. Okay. It can be deepening the bond. <laughs> it's, it, it just has, has a very different, different feel and dimension than um, you know, going out together or watching a film together. It's a bit more of that level of that you have a walk together and you talk together. Because mm -hmm. then you can have very deep conversations as well when you just have a walk in the woods or on the beach, or whatever you do, depending what you have near. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And then just yeah, talk. Well, you don't even have to talk. You can just be. That's true. Have you ever tried oh. sitting with someone at the beach or in the woods and then listen? Just listen for about 10, 15 minutes. Just sit there and listen. Yeah. Maybe even hold hands. Yeah. It can be really, really bonding. Mm, I will try that then. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say you have to, but it's it's one of those things that can be really, really nice to just sit there and listen. Yeah, I think that is what most people need to be listened. Right? Yeah. yeah. To have someone present mm. and be listened. That's it. Yeah, it's and that is so what I like most about coaching. Yes. 
Yes. We Especially need to... this inside coaching, right? Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. being present and listen. Yeah. And pay attention. Yeah. That's definitely right. Yeah. It's it's the framework of it all because without listening, you cannot coach. Because you don't understand. And I've mm -hmm. talked with, with some coaches over the years, and some have been incredibly good at listening mm -hmm. and then really talking to me about mm -hmm. how these things work in the brain. And other coaches, they were not good at listening. They didn't actually hear what I was saying. They were just giving me ideas of how to improve things. And then they're just thinking, yeah, but I'm not looking for solutions because I can come up with those solutions. I know these things. It's mm -hmm. more about my thinking and my feelings about this kind of stuff it's not so much about the tasks ahead because the tasks ahead we can all do it's about the changes in your life how you change your thinking and how you feel better about things and that is just a very different topic mm. so yeah and just telling me do this this and this in your business will grow yeah everybody can do that that's not really coaching <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah. totally true yeah. But there are some clients that they want like solutions, right? They they want oh, yeah. you to tell you, to tell them what to do. Or there are some, but you can mm. definitely then still have a conversation about how does it feel for you to do it this way, and how does it feel for you to do it that way, or whatever. Mm. So you can always go about the feelings. What are your thoughts? And you can you can twist that that conversation into a deeper conversation. It doesn't have to be the superficial. Um, you do this, this, and this, and your business will grow. That's for most people that's not really where it's at because yes. you first have to be in the right place in your thinking processes to be able to grow that business without the right thinking processes you're going to be stagnant because you just don't have the emotional tools to grow because you personally have to grow before your business will grow yeah definitely and that's not you just you need with to have a, like a clear mind Yes, there's some silence that is very good to be had regularly to just be with yourself. Because that's one thing that people rarely do is not be with themselves. They're not, but they're not with their children, not with their partners and not with themselves. And that's all of that is really, really important to just be. Yeah. It's been a journey to learn. <laughs> yeah. And you said something important is like having time for ourselves, right? Yes. That Normally is really we are important. like trying to do many things for mm -hmm. everyone. But we are the, the last one yeah. Yeah. to take care of. And when you get into a plane, one of the first things they tell you is to put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you help yeah. someone else. What do we do in the rest of our lives? We don't. So that's been really fascinating to realize as well that what they tell you in the airplane mm. is something you have to really take everywhere into your life. Because when you're not in a good place, you're not going to be able to be there for others. You have to be with the right energy levels and the calmness and everything that you can create for yourself with being with yourself. And that way you can also be like that with others. Because when you go out there, in your case as a teacher, when you are stressed in front of that classroom, these students are not going to get the maximum out of the lessons that you're teaching them. But when you're there calm, you know, you can be with them. And you may not be able to teach the whole lesson that you've planned, but you can yeah. definitely fully be with them. They're getting so much mm -hmm. more out of that. 
yeah. it's really quite beautiful. It's not even very complicated. It yeah. is fairly simple, but it doesn't make it easy to do. But it is relatively simple. Hmm. Yeah, but you made me think now. I'm, I'm thinking that I'm having an inside out. <laughs> <You're sorry. laughs> it happens. <laughs> Especially when I'm teaching, it's like, because I need to, to focus on, I had things to do. Yeah, lesson, of course. Let some plan. Yeah. And sometimes because I need to, to follow this, I yeah. forget to, to pay more attention to my students. And that is something that I need to do. Yeah. yeah. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah, you made me think that's really great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't plan that. <laughs> It's just something I've learned over time. Right? When I'm with people, the whole conversation, whatever I talk about when I'm really with them and I'm trying to understand them, it all goes so much simpler and easier. And when, when I'm just thinking about, I need to get this done, it's frequently yes. not getting easy. Yeah. It becomes more complicated. Yeah, that is when we really need to slow down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's it's not something that is very easily done in a society mm. that's more like a hamster in a wheel running 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 yes, running because yes, yes. a lot of people forget to even listen to the birds which can be really nice because okay. then you get a bit of peace yeah just be for a little bit okay. and i think from what i've what i've seen with, with people that i'm working with for some people it's also really scary to start doing that because they've never done it they've never been taught that and then the first time you just sit with yourself and your thoughts, that can be hard. Because your thoughts may not be so pretty. It doesn't mean you have to pay attention to them. You can just let them go. But yeah, it can be really hard to just sit with your own thoughts and be with yourself. Yeah. So I want to know what, about your, your mm -hmm. how, how do you prepare? Like what is your morning routine, for example? My morning routine is that I, I do um, the focus of the day of the positive intelligence program and then five minute PQ reps because that sets me up quite well. Then I listen to um, a book that I'm listening to for about 10, 15 minutes. I also do some affirmations and um, that kind of stuff and um, some exercise. That's pretty much it. And then I go downstairs for breakfast. And you've been doing that for a long time or is something that you just... <clears throat> Let me think. Now, I've been doing it for a while now. Um, I've been doing it since the summer, fairly consistently. And um, I have done it before, these kind of things, because mm. I've, I've started, stopped, started, stopped many times mm. doing a morning routine. But now since the summer, it's been pretty consistent. There's the old day where it doesn't work, but I used to then feel like I'd failed. And wouldn't do it at all anymore for a while right. but now i have this thing well if i didn't do it today there's always tomorrow so yeah there has been the so odd day where i did no because it doesn't matter you know it's nice to do it and um you know i was I was in hospital um for a day surgery uh two and a half weeks ago and then it meant that i couldn't do exercise for a while anymore yeah. but i can do the rest so mm -hmm. i can listen to the book 
I can do the affirmations, I can do the PQRFs, mm. I can do everything else. I may not be able to do the exercise, but I can do the rest. So it's yeah. it's okay, you know. And um, when I only do the PQRFs, I still feel really good. Mm. So it's all right. So I, I try to set myself up quite well. So right. I do some, some, I tend to take about half an hour to an hour, and it depends a bit because I've also had days where I didn't have much time. So then it was just the focus of the day a bit of exercise and my affirmations and that was it and then I spent about 10 minutes on it and that was okay as well so I'm more mm. flexible about it I used to have this thing of this is my morning routine and when I didn't yes. man, didn't have the time to do all of it I wouldn't do any of it and now I'm just saying oh I've got 10 minutes I can do this and this mm. and at other times I have an hour and then I do it whole extensively what I also do is a bit of journaling but I tend to do that in the evenings because I find that easy I know some people do it in the morning but yeah. I like doing it at the end of the day instead of at the beginning of the day. Yeah. But that's just me, you know, whenever works, it doesn't really matter. And do you feel that it's good doing the journaling at, at the end of the day? Yeah, I can reflect back on the day. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, can, I have a bit of thinking then about what happened, how things happened, mm -hmm. what stopped me, what motivated me, all these kind of things. And it helps to, to create um, that I understand better how I do things, why I do things, so that I can improve on things for myself. So yeah, I do like doing it. It's been very helpful too. It doesn't even have to be lots, you know, it can just be some random thoughts of this was good, this was not, and this is why. You know, sometimes it only takes me two minutes. Other days it takes me half an hour because then there's a lot that's happened. Right. So it depends a bit on where I am in my journey, how long it takes. <laughs> okay, that is something you? that I really want to implement in my life. Okay. the journaling uh, especially at night because i feel so tired at night i just want to go to bed mm -hmm. well don't wait too long with it i tend to do it right mm -hmm. after dinner oh i see so i don't do it very very late because what the thing is well not every day so it depends a bit how my day goes so when i have most mm -hmm. of my work happening during the day then after right. dinner when i have mm -hmm. a client or or so after dinner then I do it after that client but then I do it notes and then journaling and then that's the end of my day but journaling is my end of the, the end of my working day most of the time I see I see because it's so nice to it, ref okay yeah? no I it's nice. it, it should need to be like before going to bed and for me that is too late well okay. then don't do it that way because it doesn't work for you. I have yeah. had times where, where I had the last client at eight in the evening. So I was done at nine, nine thirty, and then journaling and then bed because, you know, then that is it. But, you know, other days I have the last client at four and then, then I can really relax in the evening, which is also quite nice. Yeah, it's all, it's all however it works out. And I'm good with that. Now, how do you relax? How do I relax? Frequently listening to a book or some music and yeah. sometimes meditating because I like all those kind of things. Yeah, it's um yeah, it's stuff that I enjoy doing. So it's it's nothing complicated. <laughs> I don't really like um, watching TV much. So that's not something oh, yeah. I do a lot. I sometimes uh, with the kids I sometimes do watch a film because I really do enjoy that, but that's because mm -hmm. we're together. But yeah, that's that's um, we're all together in the living room having some snacks, and then it's nice. But just for myself, there's there's not a lot 
that I find really interesting on TV anyway. So, and I, there are so many books that are really great. And there are a few things. I've, I've watched a couple of things that were really good that were more about personal development. So I will watch those things. But then on my own terms, on my laptop usually, instead of, I won't watch that in the living room. No point in that. I don't have to expose the whole family to the noise of the TV then. <laughs> it's just me who's interested. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's, bit, there's, there's some stuff out there that's really nice. And I do like watch, listening to podcasts and things like that as well. So, yeah, it's that kind of stuff. Do you? Do you, have, do you have a favorite, I don't know, Michael person Neal. that you follow or you? Michael Neal. <clears throat> Sorry? Michael Neal. Michael Neal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a coach that I really find interesting. <clears throat> and he... He really has. He's got a really cool podcast. I'll share it with you. Yes, please send me the link. No, I will. It's through his website that you can get there. So it's good. Mm. Yeah, it's really interesting. He's he's fun. Yeah, it's not very long either, so that's always good. You know, I like I like podcasts that don't last for hours. When a right. podcast lasts too long, I just think, <laughs> well, I might nod off while this is listening while I'm listening to this. So yeah, shorter ones are better for me. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Because when it's too long, you don't know which ideas you, you're going to get from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and with the journaling, when you do it in the morning, that's mm -hmm. also an option. Frequently, it is that people talk about what happened the day before when they do right. it very early in the morning. So that's also an option. You don't have to do it before you go to bed. Do it when, when it's right for you. Right. Well, I tried to do in the morning. I was, I was, I was reading a book, The Artist Way. I don't know if you've mm -hmm. heard about it. No, so it yet. was like journaling. The, the first thing to do in the morning is just journaling, but it's writing like three pages. I did it, oh. I think, I think I did it for two weeks and then I know that is too much. <laughs> I don't go for <clears throat> quantity or anything. Yeah. I, um, I'm just journaling about what goes on in my head. And sometimes it's a lot, and sometimes there's hardly anything, and it's both good. So sometimes I only have three phrases, and I'm good with that, because the next day I'll have more. And if not, then the next day. So it's more about my journey in, yes. you know, in my growth, my personal growth. That's what I'm journaling about and, mm -hmm. and things. Now, when I run into something with a client that I can't make sense of yet, then I'll journal about that. Mm -hmm. But it's those kind of things. It's not really that I have to write three pages. I don't, I don't subscribe to having to do something because that pressure is then on. And sometimes I will write three pages easily. Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, it's more about the flow of what's going on in my head mm -hmm. that I like to, to do than anything else. Yeah, but at the beginning I did it because I thought, because it, it is more about creativity, to improve mm -hmm. your creativity. Yeah. So I, I said, okay, I will do it, just I will, I will try. But I did it yeah. for two weeks and then... That's enough. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, it has to be something that that you can consistently do and that you enjoy doing. Yeah, and that's okay. why I I do it the way I do it. There are days where I don't have much to say, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, when you look at the diary of Anne Frank, she wasn't writing every day. I don't think everybody writes every day. I think most people write most days that yes. are journaling, and that's a good thing because you really work on your your journey. And you, you know, the writing it down really helps you with your journey, but it doesn't mean that's the only way. 
Yeah. They're different ways. Some people also talk, yeah. which is also cool. Can also be done. Mm -hmm. And some people make some art, you know, a drawing mm -hmm. in that as well. Yeah. There's all sorts of ways of working on these kind of things. Yeah, something that works for, for each Yeah, of us. it has to work for you. Yeah. yeah. And it can change over time as well. You know, now you might like writing next time, you know, in a month or two, you might like drawing. Yes. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, if you've seen it, season is awake again. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Spring. Spring. <laughs> and then we get sneezing and coughing here's what it is every year again you're also here in japan yes it's all right hmm. yeah so how did you feel about this conversation i really i am enjoying it that's good that's good I feel really calm. At the beginning, I was very nervous. I, yeah. I was thinking, oh, we are going to talk. What are we going to say? And now <laughs> I feel like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. Do you have anything else we you would like to share with those who are watching? Or do you think we have touched on a couple of really good things? And no, I, uh, I just want to share with you that uh, yesterday I, I did my first workshop like oh was, cool yeah it was like a first online workshop for me mm -hmm. yeah i did it in spanish nice with a group of friends so it was really really nice i really enjoyed it very good and the topic was about uh how to fulfill our dreams and I start dreaming again because of nice. this situation the covid mm -hmm. situation and people has lost like close uh family members so it's mm -hmm. really hard to yeah. to keep dreaming so it was like to give hope to, yeah, yeah. to the participants and they mm -hmm. were mostly my friends and acquaintances so it was really really nice that's good i had a really good time with them very good you're gonna do it again a workshop Yes, actually, uh, because it, this was just for maybe 12 <clears throat> participants, but I want to do it like openly, open Very to, good. to anyone yeah. who wants to join. Yeah, that is really awesome. Really good. Giving people hope is where it's at. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, very so nice. I had a very great time. It's something that I just wanted to share with you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's good, because now we also have the situation where maybe someone who's watching this would want to join you the next time you organize a workshop. So how can they contact you? Yeah, they can find me on Facebook, cool. Milena Kamina, and I'm going to, to be there. Okay. Whatever they want to. I will yes. tag you anyway in, the, uh, in the, the description of this video, so they'll be able to find you. Thank you so much, Diana. I really, really enjoyed talking to you. <laughs> it was really cool. Thank you for joining me. I really enjoyed doing these talks. So, <laughs> All right, shall we maybe do it some other time again in a couple yes, of months? Of Would you like that? Cool. Yeah. All right, then here with the viewers know that you will be on again. <laughs> shall we leave it at this for today? Okay. Thank you All so right. much, Diana. Okay. Thank you. See you next time. 
Yeah.